free people will never remain free if they are not willing, if need be, to fight for their vital interests. In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Praise Yahweh and pass the ammunition. The Restoration Hour with Pastor Eli James. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Pastor Eli James here and Daryl McClanahan from Missouri. And this is another episode of the Restoration Hour. Tonight we're going to be dealing with the 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 occult, the occult or, or the occult mask wearing social the lockdown new age rituals being used to well brainwash people into thinking that the government is helping them to, uh, stay healthy, right? Uh, how how are you doing, Daryl? Uh, have you Good. yeah have you uh, or anybody you know come down with coronavirus no not at all okay yeah i don't know anybody who has either okay Yet stay we're home being... stay safe while the jews steal everything yeah, that's right that's right and uh we're going to be talking about an article here the uh the the occult ritual transformation and coronavirus how mask wearing, hand washing, social separation, and lockdowns are age old occult rituals being used to initiate people into a new global order. In other words, pagan rituals that have been around for eons, but now all coming together uh, and forced by government. How's that? How's them apples, Daryl? Right? Uh, and we, yeah. And, and we know the Jews are occultists. I mean, uh, uh, it's no surprise here to readers of uh, and listeners of Eurofolk Radio. So, uh, yeah, let's get into it here. It's from a website, uh, Have You Not Read? And I'll, I'll copy this and paste it into the chat room. But it starts out, that was a long title that uh, I just read. In previous Bible studies and commentaries, I've documented many times now that our global leaders today are largely occultists, and he's got several links, but uh, there's numerous people have made documentaries, movies, written articles about occultism in Hollywood, on Wall Street, in the advertising industry. I mean, this should be, and, and the fact that Judaism itself uh, entertains the Kabbalah, which is Jewish mysticism slash ritual magic. So is it any surprise that be, because of their influence in government that we shouldn't be having an occult ritual called face mask wearing? No, not at not, all. Yeah, it's it's not a surprise at all. The so, dumbed-down masses are such easy putty in their hands for manipulation of uh, the devil. Yes. And I would suggest folks uh, get to this article that uh, Pastor's bringing tonight because it's very powerful. I don't know if we'll get through the whole thing. It's pretty long. Uh, it's pretty intense of laying out what these people's plans are and how they're using this as if it's not the 
the uh, real thing, uh, spoiler alert, for the mark of the beast to, to prepare us for the, the, the real end times. Yes. The mark of the beast is here. And yes, uh, the, the, the word mark is only one letter away from mask. And so, uh, and <laughs> yeah, and I've been listening, uh, you know, to, well, primarily BitChute. Uh, BitChute is uh, uh, getting better and better all the time. And I think it's beginning to out, I don't know about in terms of rankings or ratings, outdoing YouTube, but the content on BitChute is uh, markedly better than it is on YouTube. And yeah, so, and uh, Swamp Fox they says... Need money. I listen to Hendrick's Red... Well, Red Ice Radio, yeah, and, and a lot of people think they need the algorithm of, uh, like, YouTube eight or nine years ago, the golden age of YouTube, when you would get recommended videos, and it was a lot more user-friendly. I don't have the app. I signed up for the BitChute app, but it doesn't work real good. But when I go to videos, it recognizes me, and I have a subscription, and I subscribe to all the channels I like. And uh, But there's, you know, it needs some computer help, so we'll have to put them in, in our prayers that that, that is a, a free speech platform that a lot of people that have been censored, uh, American Renaissance, uh, Stephen Molyneux, a, a lot of big people that aren't even white nationalists or so-called racist or, or anything are even censored because they don't want uh, voices of reason out there. Right, right. Well, and even the lady who first broke the Jeffrey Epstein story and accused him way back in 1996, uh, she and her sister accused Epstein of being a child pedophile and trafficker along with Ghislaine Maxwell. By the way, Ghislaine Maxwell apparently was on the run uh, since uh, Epstein uh, disappeared in prison, I don't believe he he, he died. I believe he, he claims that Trump raped her little sister and took her chair. And, and really? Wow. That Trump, wow. That yeah. Trump, well. Uh, yeah. That that yeah. video. The Australian television did a video where they showed the Trumps and Epstein and Ghislaine uh, Maxwell all in one photograph together you know so it's no it's no secret and it shows yeah it shows one too of trump kind of dancing next to him oogling a bunch of young <laughs> girls like a wolf you know like right oh, gonna, you know yeah right it really it really uh, i haven't been a big fan of trump in a while but it really uh when you listen to that they uh you know, and I think this is what's going to come out for the election is that they're going to use this delaying to, to bring the dirt out on Trump and really put the pressure on that, that you know, he's some sort of pedophile because he's made statements about he would be dating his own daughter, which is creepy. Ooh, it's okay uh, to say yeah. you have, a, I have a couple, I have two older daughters, I have two baby daughters, and it's a proud for a father to say I have beautiful daughters, but to say I would be dating them, yeah, right. I, I wouldn't be saying yeah. I would be dating my daughter. So he. Well, yeah, it's odd that, uh, you know, because we've been seeing uh, revelations about all kinds of liberals and the, you know, Prince Andrew and all kinds of people, especially big shot Jews like Dershowitz going to Fantasy Island or whatever they call that island that Jeffrey Epstein was using these girls, you know, to uh, peddle them to these big shots, uh, we are all, including the Clintons. But mainstream media Blackmail. has... The, yeah, of course it is. Blackmail. It's the biggest massage deal. These, it, 
listening to this Jewish media deal, if you had the name there to put the name out of it, I probably could find it here in a minute. Yeah. Uh, it's outrageous. They control America, and they have, they have blackmailed the, uh, the, all of our politicians. You see yeah. Godfather Two. The congressman is in, in the whorehouse, and he strangles the prostitute, and a couple guys show up, and they say, don't you worry about it. And then, yeah, yeah. Then, uh, then a few uh, later in the movie, they're in Cuba, and he's doing their bidding because they've got that he, you know, he, this is in the 50s, you know, the, maybe the pedophile thing wasn't as big, but the, definitely the congressman in the whorehouse would be a big uh, scandal, so they had that over his head, and he, and he would do anything for the mob. Right. Uh, that, yeah. Or they yeah, kill him. They've done this. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've done this. They've yeah, yeah. done this to all of these fathers. They don't have to kill them. They can just run their career. And their wife will kill them. Their family yeah. will uh, yeah. blacklist them. They'll be sh- publicly shamed for their disgusting behavior. Right. Well, I'm going to put that that video up on Eurofolk Radio, that Australian uh, video with her. But they did not quote her. I quoted her last night on Yahweh's Covenant People about how all these people that were using her and using these uh, girls are Jews. They're supremacist Jews, and they have a really bad attitude toward non-Jews, which, of course, we all know here at Eurofolk Radio. We all know about that. But, of course, since the Jews own the media, they're not going to quote her in any of these statements. But it's coming out. You know, it's trickling out that the Jews control the world, that they're the number one pedophiles, and it's almost as if they don't care anymore who knows it. They're, uh, you know, they're actually bragging about it. Try to do something about it is like their attitude right now. And that had to be Epstein's attitude because he got away literally with rape and murder for, since 1996 or even longer. So that's because the yeah. Jewish, Jewish establishment, they protect each other. Okay. So it's called uh, Head of the Snake Waxner. Yeah, right. Uh, oh, the Wexner family. Head, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, head of the, the you could find the video, folks. That uh, head of the snake, Waxner, Waxner uh, Maxwell Massad, and Mega, uh, mm-hmm. it, uh, Mega Group. Exposed. Mega Group. Yeah, exposed. the Mega Group. Mega yes. Group exposed. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the website is uh, PVPGURL. Yeah, so it, YouTube, it, just, yeah. it just proves that the it, global mafia is run by Jews. It's the totally Jewish, Jewish mafia, it, it, it's excellently done, and it, it talks about her father, and, and I've heard other people say she lived a princess lifestyle. She'll be spilling the beans on all these people to get out, and I see her living to be, a lot of yeah. people are, it would be too suspicious if she dies like Epstein. No, I see her making a lot of trouble cutting a deal and living to a ripe old age, writing books about yeah. it and continuing to be a rich devil. Right. Well, there must be some honest, uh, uh, what do you call it, lawyers or, or you know, prosecutors somewhere in the world for this to be happening. We'll see no, how, how far think, it goes. I think, I, think, I think they arrested her. They got the word from the Clintons arrest her. She's not going to tell on us, but she's going to tell on Trump. She's going to tell on somebody. We're protected. Okay. Uh, we'll tell her if we you have might be to. right. You might be right yeah, about I, that. I mean, I don't think there's any good government out there. 
I, I just don't. I, yeah. I try to. I've tried to have faith in America. You, you look at Tom Robb, the Klan, the Knights Party. They want to, you know, fly the American flag. I want to wipe my butt with it. I mean, <laughs> I'm, it, it sickens me of how satanic it is, and they say one bad apple in the bunch spoils yeah, the whole well, batch. They're, well, the whole they're batch. all bad. They're all bad. Yeah. <laughs> the whole, the whole bunch all, is yeah. rotten. They're all evil. They're yeah. in it for the yeah. money. And the, yeah. Yeah. So he talks about the, the largest businesses, sports franchises. He's talked mainly about America, but we know this is true the world over because the Rothschilds control the vast majority of these banking corporations, oil corporations, etc. And they are the satanic family. There's no doubt about it. He says, quite frankly, many Christian churches, or so-called Christian churches, have been infiltrated by the practitioners of Kabbalah, which is a book of Jewish mysticism, magic spells, enchantments, man-made numerology, and ancient, maybe even satanic, <laughs> Luciferian numerology. They're they, so yeah. proud of the, the yeah. Balfour agreement. Oh, man, uh, sure. Yeah. 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 So a lot of this numerology is uh, totally, you know... Um, occult in origin uh, there is of course what what we call biblical numerics but that's a completely different subject it has only to do with uh how should i put it the the hidden meanings of certain words and phrases in the bible because the hebrew letters also double as numbers and so when you add up the numbers of a particular words that that numerical product can have a meaning of its own okay but that's the extent of that it's not used for any ritual purposes or anything like that it may enhance the meaning of a particular sentence or paragraph in scripture but that's about all it's used for Uh, but this is something totally different this is to control people okay and so he says the bible says that the hebrew language would be lost and not to be used right it it wouldn't be used yeah yeah We'd have a new yeah. language, name English. English. English would be the king's English. This is why you go anywhere in the world and you see road signs in English. They, right. They, they, use, they use everything in English because God said Hebrew yeah. wouldn't be used. Now it's still, yeah, it, they use it for their satanic purposes. Yeah, and it is in the Kabbalah and, oh, I'm trying to think what the... Uh, Oh, what they call the tree of life. It's a magical ritual. It's a figure, a ten, uh, a ten circle figure that they use in their magic spells. In addition to the hexagram and the pentagram, they use all that stuff for their incantations and ma- magic practices, right? So, and so he's talking about Orthodox rabbis use these things in the course of their daily rituals. Well. You know, uh, wow, is this guy Christian identity? Who is this guy? You know, uh, Steve Barwick is his name. And uh, this was published on May 19th. Okay. So with many of the world's top tier leaders pushing occultism, including those enemies of Christ, who run the four hidden dynasties of politics, education, economics, and religion, it should come as no surprise to you that the entire global coronavirus crisis is replete with occult symbology and ritual occult initiation themes. Well, I mean, what's coronavirus got to do with occultism? Would uh, would the average person suspect any such connection? No. 
No, they wouldn't. They, they wouldn't. So let's go through it. Indeed, as you'll see throughout the rest of this commentary, the entire manufactured coronavirus crisis is one giant occult ritual from start to finish, divided up into four mini-rituals, each with a distinct occult purpose of initiation and transformation of the world and its people into a new, the new world order that George Bush proclaimed in the 1990s, right? So, let's start by examining the four distinct but interrelated occult rituals that make up this massive global occult ritual initiation ceremony. One, ritual mask wearing. Two, ritual hand washing. Three, ritual social distancing. Four, ritual lockdowns. Okay, so, yeah, these these things have been practiced throughout history. And whether they've been practiced together in one political movement as they have today... Uh, I don't think they've. Uh, this is done, but in certain societies where they practice these rituals, yes, they have been done in, uh, you know, in, in uh, concert with one another. Okay, in the course of examining these four cult rituals, I'll do my best to explain to you how each one is part of an elaborate stage play designed to symbolically initiate the people of this world into their new positions in the global new world order. In other words, to compel obedience through deceit, by pretending that this is actually good for their health, right? That's what uh, that's what this whole ritual mask wearing and other themes. I saw a really good I saw a really good meme on BK that said masks won't protect you from anything, and it showed a drywall worker and he was wearing a mask. And when you take and I and I've done that myself. If you've ever done construction or a lot of work, and you do wear a mask for you're around asbestos or a lot of stuff. A mask does have a purpose, so you're not breathing direct. You know, it has for work purposes. But it, it was a picture of the guy. He took the mask off, and, and all of the drywall dust was around his nose, his nostrils, and, <laughs> right. and it all went past. It it showed that it was absolutely. I mean, it was definitely making it where the guy could breathe while you're working. I've yeah. done insulation in real hot attics and. The insulation's floating around. You want to wear one, but sure. certainly this is misleading what they're doing. Yes, and I just posted uh, uh, Brother Abear's website, uh, com, and he has a one-page article about how face masks actually are bad for your health. They, they damage the immune system the chemical off-gassing of the toxins and other materials in the face mask itself are unhealthy. You're rebreathing carbon dioxide, which changes your blood pH, causes hypoxia, a drop in oxygen levels, okay? Uh, hypercapnia, rebreathing CO2 leads to increased blood pressure, headaches, muscle twitches, Rapid heart rate, chest pain. It's, actually, it sounds like it leads to coronavirus, right? Maskne, which is a term used to describe the acne in the area where the mask is worn. I've talked to people who've already had that. Okay, viruses entering the brain by wearing a mask. Your own exhaled viruses will not be able to escape and will concentrate in the nasal passages, enter the olfactory nerves, and travel into the brain. Okay, so I think they want to make us sick, Daryl. I think that's what's really going on here. Yeah. 
Right. They wanted us to wear, wear them at the hospital when my wife was having a baby. And I told my wife, I said, you're not wearing it. She said, yeah, I know. She didn't wear it when she was having it. And then we, they just yeah. asked me if I went out in the hall to wear it. And, and it really made me not feel good. Because right. When I would wear it and walk around, it, it breathing your own, it, it only makes sense. It's, right. And the people are, they're, they just are passing mandatory here in Springfield, Missouri, mandatory mask wearing in public, and they're doing this all over, and it's a bunch of yeah. Democrats. I right. talked to a guy uh, the other day, and, he, and, and I met him. It was a buy deal, and... Yeah, buying and selling and trading thing, and 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 I and I thought the guy was normal, and when I met him, he was really weird, and I think my Trump hat offended him. Oh he boy! He didn't say it, but he had a mask on and he was <laughs> creepy. And I've been yeah, wearing right. my Trump hat. I've been wearing my Trump hat just to make everybody mad. I mean, right? Just, you know, if I'm out in the public, just to, you know. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like they used to say, "I'm here and I'm queer." It's like I'm I'm white and I've. I'm here with my Trump hat on. You know? Right, right. Well, uh, you know, now one of the things he points out uh, uh, in terms of Mystery Babylon, every single initiation ceremony that I'm aware of requires the initiate to just remain quiet and obey orders and uh, not say anything. Okay, so uh, the face mask does prevent you from speaking. In fact, it's very common. I had to go to, uh, not Home Depot, but uh, Office Depot today, and I had difficulty understanding what the lady was saying, right, through through her face mask. And, uh, you know, this, this is something like, well, you, you have to pull the mask down to be understood, right? That's how ridiculous this stuff is. Me too. At the deli last night, the kid slicing our meat and cheese. I couldn't understand him. Yeah. He had a, I'm like, and he's not talking real loud, and... And he's asking me, and I can't understand him. And my hearing's pretty good, and, and uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, so this is another problem with face masks. Uh, uh, poor communication, <laughs> right? It's hard enough to communicate with people, okay? So, anyway, so it's the idea of silencing people. And we know this is the real aim. It's to silence dissenters. And the, the lockdown is uh, instrumental in that as well, okay? So he says... Uh, This, even though numerous medical experts, including the Surgeon General of the United States, have openly stated that wearing masks has no beneficial effect whatsoever against coronavirus. So, you know, we had these fake epidemics, you know, with SARS in 2003. We had the swine flu. We had MERS. We had all these different. And they didn't mandate mask wearing at those times. The, there was no pandemic that they were predicting, and you know I actually I don't think they ever did it and made it mandatory in China either. I think the Chinese just did it out of like respect because they're they kind of respect each other probably more right. so than we do in some ways. Although their human rights are terrible, but yeah, um, right. Well, yeah, they're, they're, there's more of a herd mentality. You obey the government. They don't have a tradition of dissent, and dissent is crushed in, in China and m- most countries in the world, okay? And that's where America is heading under Jewish influence right now, okay? And what's more, 
Numerous medical experts have attested to the fact that face masks can even be dangerous to one's health and that they curtail clear thinking. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we need more curtailment of clear thinking. By trapping carbon dioxide in the chamber of the mask, forcing you to rebreathe it over and over, thus depleting your blood of fresh air and the life-giving oxygen component it contains. Well, that just is common sense, Daryl. Right? That is just common sense. But yet we have yeah. all of, all these so-called Karens, which is a new meme for uh, women and men, really, who uh, demand that you obey the, the new rules, even though there's no law, legal law, uh, uh, certainly unconstitutional, all these things are, to that make you wear these, okay? So these are the people who take it upon themselves to be the enforcers. Oh, yeah, right? These people yeah. who, uh, who who are frustrated order givers, <laughs> right? And so now they have an opportunity to boss people around. These, these are called the Karens of the world. Keep your social distance, wear your mask, etc., etc. So I, I'd like to recommend to everybody to print out this one-page document on face masks by uh, Brother Bear, Carry it with you at all times, and then show it to anybody, any Karen, who tells you that you must wear a face mask. And, and you don't have to say anything. Just hold the paper up in front of that person and see, uh, see all of these? See all these items here? This is why I don't wear a face mask, and neither should you. Okay, so anyway, this is something we can start to do, and then uh, you know, hand these things out at your local Menards, Home Depot, etc. Okay, you so to get to where they, he talks about that, uh, we're supposed to have a big mouth for Christ. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, this is another reason for, and this is why they've closed down the, the Christian churches. As lame as most of them are, they, you know, they still preach the name of Christ, and the Jews hate the name of Christ. Even Yeshua, Yahshua, whatever language it is, they hate the name, and they hate the name of Yahweh too. So they're doing everything they can. Now, interestingly, I was just reading an article earlier today about the fact that a lot of these mega churches, even though they've had to shut down were the tremendous beneficiaries of the largesse, the, the bailout that uh, Trump signed. So a lot of these megachurches are actually getting money from the Trump administration to shut up, to be silent, okay? So they're in on the action, okay? So, uh, and I haven't... said that about 501c3. That's right. The 501c3 churches are benefiting from this bailout, Okay, so he quotes here the Encyclopedia Britannica, uh, the about about silencing yourself, covering your mouth. Mask wearing is quote a form of disguise or concealment, usually worn over or in front of the face, to hide the identity of a person and by its own features to establish another being. That's the uh, occult purpose of it is to establish another being, to turn you, uh, to change your personality and turn you into another person. But that's the purpose you know, the of police, all I these rituals. Throw this in here. Yeah. I got to throw this in here is that the police 
the Think Like a Cop. He's changed his name to Good Luck America on YouTube, but he's against police wearing masks. And you see in these foreign countries where police wear masks, it gives them impunity to abuse right. whoever they're going after. Right. It, 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 yes. It, yeah. it changes you. Oh, hey, I have a mask on. I can just beat the crap out of this guy, and no one's going to know who I am. Yeah. Well, this is why Antifa and Black Lives Matter have been wearing masks in, as they, yes. you know, in the lips, past. Big lips monkeys. Right, to hide their identity. Right, so the mass media can claim that they're Nazis. Right, it's amazing that the mass media is still claiming that uh, these uh, terrorist activities are done by right wingers and not by their minions on the left. Okay, so in other words, the wearing of a mask represents an occult transformation, a human alchemy, if you will, from one role to another. Now, I would have to agree. Because once you involve yourself into th- this ritual, and that's what this is, it's a ritual transformation. People are being, you know, the, the Freemasons do it, the KKK does it, uh, all, all these... Uh, all these. I saw it. Okay. And I think a lot of our listeners probably did too. When people started wearing masks, it just got downright creepy. Like when the whole thing started... Several months ago, I remember we didn't go anywhere for a few weeks here at home, mm-hmm. and, I, and I had to go get milk for the children at the convenience store, and the ladies at the convenience store were wearing masks and gloves, and just the whole vibe, the power, and this was just right. me at one convenience store. Can you imagine the satanic power that this gives right. of what it does to the human psyche? Right. Well, this is what uh, Jesus says. Yahshua says, "Make no oaths. You know, swear no oaths you know, to th- this world." But in in effect, people who are doing these four things, these four rituals, are in fact doing that, whether they realize it or not. Okay, they're giving their sovereignty over to another power. That's what they're doing. They don't realize that it's a ritual that they've engaged in, but that's what they're doing. So all these Karens who are now hush, the, the shock troops of the Jew world order, they don't realize that's what they are. But yeah, this is a common practice of all secret societies, and this is how you give your will over to them. All right, that's how you do it, okay? And that's what these people are doing. So we need to... You know, counteract this by having at the ready this list of things, this list of bad health effects of mask wearing. People need to know this. And then, uh, that, and also, I didn't read the whole thing, but it quotes several public officials like uh, Dr. Fauci even saying that masks do not prevent coronavirus spread. They just don't. Okay. Well, no, it's, a, it's another question of whether such a coronavirus actually exists. But yes, in this connection, he quotes Second Timothy 4.2, Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. Of course, this is talking about Israelites amongst themselves, having discussions and disagreements over what doctrine should be, whether or not, or what ritual we should perform, etc., etc. Uh We shouldn't mask ourselves, we shouldn't suppress our own point of view, and we should be willing to discuss any and all subjects 
as free people, uh, you know, as as Israelites. Okay. Amen. Yeah. So he t- he says, in short, your job is to teach your father's word. Of course, of course, it is, and, and we as the covenant people are here to not just express in words his law and his teachings, but to live it. Okay. Yeah. So. And he quotes Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, and teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. All right? Basically, I and my Father are one, so he does not disagree with the Ten Commandments as most of these churches do. Okay? So he continues, The entire point of occult ritual mask wearing is to hammer home to your subconsciousness and to your consciousness as well, right? Until it becomes completely true in your daily life. It becomes routine. The idea that things are no longer the same and never will be the same again. This, Daryl, is the new normal if you accept it. This is what they're telling us. This is what Bill Gates and company have been telling us, okay? It's an initiation into a new order, but it's also a transformation of the self into a new position in that new order. Yeah, well, you become a uh, citizen, a subject. That's the word I was looking for. You become a test, subject. I think the, the, mm-hmm. this first wave has been a, per, uh, a testing of the waters, and I think we could see them release something uh, that, that oh, is yeah. more deadly and to get everyone to submit and give in. Right, yeah. Uh, formaldehyde, <laughs> right? But what's that stuff they put in the, in the toothpaste? Uh, fluoride. Know, fluoride, yeah. Fluoride has been used as a sedative to uh, make you less conscious. And, and the fact is, if you use the industrial diet with all of its poisons... That's going to uh, decrease and your they level. Given us that, they were giving us the fluoride rinse when I was a kid at Catholic school, you know, oh, and we were oh talking boy. about the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I'm teaching my children the Trinity. I was raised Catholic. I don't believe in praying to Mary, but mm-hmm. I certainly think there is a lot of symbology in the, the sign of the cross, and, and, that, and the Catholics call it a mystery. Uh-huh. Uh, because it is beyond uh, oh, the Trinity, more yeah. men's understanding, understanding of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. But I have faith and know that they are one, and it's understandable. But if you try to dissect it as a, as a mortal uh, man, yes. a fallen man, it, it's difficult. But uh, I, I think it, it, this, it turned out to be a test, thank God, but we have to be prepared for the next time that this comes about for the people that right. are awake. Right. Well, it's amazing. To, in fact, he uses the word uh, in this sentence, you're suddenly demoted and reassigned to the position of obedient subject. And that's, that's exactly what's going on. I'm totally amazed, Daryl, at how many so-called Americans don't understand that their liberties have been infringed upon. I mean, well, when, it, we believe, when we believe in God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, there's liberty where the Spirit of the Lord is, and there's no liberty when we're giving it up to 
the devil, we're certainly uh, slaves to all of our sin and all of our fallen nature and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He says, when you obediently put the mask over your mouth, you're symbolically saying to the ritualists, I admit my words no longer have any purpose or relevance in this life. My sole purpose is now obedience to your words and commands. Now, of course, they don't think that in, ter- in these terms, but that is literally what they're doing because they're uh, giving control over their lives over to some, I don't know, doctor in the sky. <laughs> they don't even know who they're oh, giving fear. their obedience it's to. Also fear, fear, that, absolutely. This is why I thought this was such a great article. Yes. Right. And I and I did never equate that word fear, but just as you're talking, I'm like equating it to the fear that I felt when this began, and Mm -hmm. and and the fear and and we're as Christians, we're not supposed to have any fear. We're supposed to, you know, onward Christian soldiers. We're supposed to, you know, know he has our back. And when they do this type of thing, we're so dependent on the electricity and society and. Uh, you know, if it collapses, what would we do? And we forget we're not supposed to fear as the birds in the air don't fear. Right, right. But he says, but in occult magic, the victim doesn't have to be knowledgeable of the meaning behind what he or she is being told to do. The performance of the ritual itself on demand is all that matters. Okay, so it's ritualism. Uh, wrote, and this is uh, occult Judaism, Talmudic Judaism, Communism, mind control, right? Mind control, right? And so they must get you afraid of something or other. And of course, the entire war on terror (laughs) has primed people to be afraid, has it not? Osama bin Laden, uh, (laughs) Osama bin. Uh, Obama bin Laden. Obama, yeah. It's hard to get it all in there. Right. Right, right. Okay, so this is what it's all about. More from the Encyclopedia Britannica on ritual mask wearing. The person who wears the mask is also considered to be in direct association with the mask's spirit force and is consequently exposed to like personal danger of being affected by it. While they wear these satanic ritual masks... In a lot of these, uh, you know, rituals, the Freemasons do, and others, okay? So, uh, there's a, a real connection the with the satanic. The Oddfellows, going, going back, the Oddfellow uh, Freemasons, before the Freemasons were big, they had the Oddfellow uh, uh-huh. deal, and they wore costumes. This is turn of the century, and the Klan, even like you said, the Klan was part of that whole movement at the turn of the century where they wore masks. And, and then even we here in Missouri, we have the ball knobbers, the vigilantes, and the vigilantes wore uh, a mask to, to frighten and right. put fear into the people they were going after. Hello? Did I lose you? Yes, but, oh. yes, they were, they were doing this for fear. The, the, the ball knobbers wore these masks when they right. go on a night ride, just like the Klan would go on a night ride, and, and they did this to put the fear into the blacks. Here right. in Missouri, it was to put the fear into the, the hillbillies that were outlaws, that were uh, marauders and you know committing all kinds of crimes against their neighbors. 
and you didn't want the ball robbers to show up because they would have torches and right. they would be wearing these masks and they might drag you out of your home and hang you. Yeah, they and, could, that could happen to white people too. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, and I think that they've used this when I go to the convenience store and this is all happening, or we go to the hot and we see everyone's wearing masks and everything. This mentally triggers these fear things in our that the devil knows about that you know like you see some people are afraid of clowns you know pictures of clowns and they have a mask and mm-hmm. you know these 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 trigger things in our soul that you know, petrify us to death so people and all it takes is a little bit for the sheeple and they're giving up their sovereignty they're going to give up everything for some security right, right. from the government yeah, it's funny that uh, the, you know, how should I put it, the liberals used to complain about conservatives and Christians being uh, staid and steadfast and observing rules and not, not allowing this and not allowing that. Well, now it's the liberals who are telling us how to behave. Okay, so now it's the liberals who are putting that dour face on, saying, you must do that, you must do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. It used to be the liberals complaining about that kind of stuff. Now they're the ones doing it. It really makes us realize how much they're both just the same. Yeah, right, and how much they can't see their own hypocrisy. Okay, Yeah. yeah. So he says here, the the... Uh, upon donning the mask, the wearer sometimes undergoes a psychic change and, as in a trance, assumes the spirit character depicted by the mask. Now, that is true of ritual mask wearing and rituals in general, okay, that involve all of this kind of uh, voodoo, voodoo style activity, right? But they don't perceive that this is voodoo style activity. They believe that this is for their own health, okay? This, how ingenious this whole COVID-19 charade is because people actually accept it because they falsely believe. Did you read that part already where it says you don't have to realize Oh yeah. uh, Yeah. what you're... It's very similar to... Uh, we're going to do bad things to you, and they, you know, all this uh, predictive programming. They, you know, they say there's there's uh, subliminal messages in the Simpsons or planes flying into the towers before 9/11, and this is ritual magic that I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do to you before I do it. And it's a big joke, and it also, right. when they do this, it gives them more power. That hey, I'm going to. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do to you. I'm going to tell you I'm going to hurt you before mm-hmm. I do. And, yeah, and to increase your them. terror. Yeah. 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 It's like the uh, the guy who's going to skin you alive telling you how much he's going to enjoy doing it, right? The mask-wearing ritual is designed to possess you with the spirit of subservience to your new overlords who are the many antichrists of 1 John 2.18. Amen. Uh, this guy sounds like he's identity. Uh, this, I don't is a, this is a great article. It, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's from a, uh, it's not, I don't believe it's written from an identity perspective. It's, it's close. It's, if you're a Christian, I think any of our Christian brothers and sisters who believe in Jesus Christ could 
listen to this, if they have any bit of discernment in God, I would pray would move on them to understand that this is really a good review mm-hmm. of what's been done to us. And I right. freely admit that it, it frightened me, and uh, I'm going to ask God to give me power and strength to, uh, to not let this uh, yeah. hurt me. Yeah. Amen, uh, because it's coming to a, the revolution is coming to a grocery store near you, uh. right? Literally, literally. If you don't think wearing a mask quite literally changes people, as the Encyclopedia Britannica states in the quote above, think about all of the masked Karens you've seen online videos of wildly chasing people who aren't wearing masks down the road, publicly berating them for not wearing masks and screaming at them that there's blood on their hands for not masking up like good little boys and and girls always should. I mean, I can't believe how people are such uh, followers of of new things that uh, they've never done before. We have such a hard time converting people to identity, but when, when the dictate comes from the government or from the doctor... The medical mafia, they just fall right into line. It's authoritarianism. Oh, yeah. Authoritarianism, plain and simple. These people are authoritarians at heart. They don't know what it means to be a, a dissenter. You know, and they don't know what it means to be a Well, you know, the wearing of the Trump hat. The wearing of the Trump hat. We went shopping at Walmart. The, the, I call it the slave store because the economic tyranny they have us on where families have to shop there. Right. Uh, most of the time I get compliments. Hey, I like your hat. Hey, I like the, your hat or something. And uh, I got no compliments, and it seemed like I got a lot of... I think we're really coming upon a time where the Republicans want the free money. They want the stimulus. They want the government help. They're loving it. They right. really gave... They really gave all these so-called conservatives that don't want big government business owners if they do get their small business loans. They bought them uh, off. What was it? Yeah, Yeah, they bought them off. The forgiveness, if you're going to get the uh, loan forgiveness from the government. So now they've bought. The the, uh, left was already sold on the government helping everyone and giving everyone handouts. Now... They have the conservatives on that, and if Trump does not continue it, just what the devil wants, everyone dependent and giving up their sovereignty, he's not going to get reelected. Yeah, uh, and, uh, yeah. it's going to be a hard sell. Uh, Trump's in serious I trouble. Just, yeah, I yeah. just really kind of was thinking that. I've, we've talked about that. I've had that thought, but I was really seeing it last night that the people are really kind of wound up. I got a lot of uh, dirty looks from uh, white kids mm-hmm. wearing ice cube shirts and looking like rappers and baggy pants. And I'm there with my kids, and and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you look close enough, you might notice that uh, I'm protected. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think the people are really tense, and the conservatives. Yes, they they want the freebies too. Everyone wants the freebies. I mean, we got the stimulus. Uh, uh, you know, I know Rudy Davis of the prison ministry. He was calling everybody the Trump whores, and uh, he brought up an interesting point that all of these people, these so-called conservatives that are against Chaz Chop out there in Seattle, mm-hmm. they had four murders, they had rapes, they had robberies over two or three weeks. 
the Montana Freeman, 1996. They set up their own Justice Township. Uh, ABC News came and trespassed. They took their camera equipment and said, we're yeah. holding this camera equipment for bail. That kicked off the whole thing. No one was killed. Right. They were fighting the government. They had their own. And no yeah. one knows about that or talks about that. Rudy did equate those together. And I knew that when he was talking about that. I knew all those facts. I lived right. in Montana in 96. Yeah. And it's outrageous that the, the people perish for lack of knowledge. Right. Well, the Montana Freemen were fighting the, the dictatorship of the international Jew, okay? Whereas the Chaz people are a product of the international Jew, whether they realize <laughs> it or not, you know? Uh, probably their leaders know, realize that they're working for George Soros and the Rothschilds, but the vast majority of Black Lives Matter people are just pro-ignorant, oh, pro-ignorant. There, the Chaz leader ran off across the highway, and the cops chased him, and he fell, and he got hurt, and he was crying like a little baby. <laughs> uh, right. Russell Landers is still locked in a secret prison, uh, CMU, Terre Haute, Indiana, that Mike Pence knows about. Okay. And they got people there without due process. Right. And they're not a bunch of tough guys out there. And the Montana Freeman weren't tough guys either, but they certainly... Yeah. weren't crying like babies, and they tried to, you know, they were talking right. about the real Constitution. They you know, People talk of, people don't know what real constitutionalists are. Just That's right. Google Leroy Schweitzer, his five-hour talk on on sovereignty. He names the Jew. He, he talks about, like, the men of licentiousness. And they were about what the founding fought, what, regardless if you think the founding fathers were Freemasons, uh, uh, you know, uh, Thomas Jefferson wrote, all men are created equal, but he owned slaves, and he wrote that no yeah. uh, blacks and whites could never live together, just as John right. Mark with propertarianism talks about these, uh, these people. The devil is really in control of this world. Oh, man, <laughs> for sure. I'm ranting. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and that, and that that was true when uh, when Jesus conf- was confronted by the devil in the desert, you know. And, yes. Yeah, uh, he has control a, a limited time, and his time is running out. That's for sure. But and he those offered of, him all those things, and he never and he never told him. He never said. Uh, no, uh, you, you can't. He, he never you said. Can't give me that. You, you can't offer me these things because Jesus knew at the end all mine anyway. Yes, right. Yeah, just, uh, I've got all the time in the universe. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so here, uh, here, there's a video that you can access on this website. That, that I, I'll put this uh, uh, website link uh, in the description when I post this up on Eurofolk Radio later today. But it says here, here's one for example in which the Karens are all big, burly, mask-wearing males quite literally shoving an elderly gentleman out of the store for not wearing a mask, okay? So these people feel personally and physically threatened when you don't do that. That's right, that's right. I mean, how simple is it? How simple is it? I almost used a pejorative there that I don't usually use, okay? How, how is it so easy it is to manipulate people? 
my faith in humanity is shattered. <laughs> Not that I had much faith to begin with outside of Christian Israel, but my God, I this try is... To. I try to. 52 years old, and I still try to put faith in the system. I still try to put faith in people, and they will lie, cheat, and steal to win. They will... They become vindictive, evil, and then they get a little bit of power, and yes. they're absolutely dangerous. Yes, yes. And uh, in addition, uh, there was an item, a black I don't, a greeter. I don't know, what do they call these people now? That you, ha- they, you come into Menards or Home Depot or Walmart, and uh, they tell you you can't come I'm in unless greeter. you were. Uh, agree. Okay, so those are the greeters. Uh, one greeter shot dead. A man who was a black man, a black greeter, shot dead a person trying to come in without a mask. Where was that? Uh, I forget where, but uh, uh, it's a. Uh, it was wow. actually it was actually on uh, uh, AT and T, their their news channel. So that's how bad it is, folks. That's how fervently uh, well, rigorous these people are. They've been trying to are. show me your receipt when you leave. They've been right. trying for years, and they've been doing the training. And we would we would go to. To Walmart, and when and you got two, and we always have like two carts of groceries. We go every two or three weeks, and it's a lot to feed a, a large family. And we'll have like two carts, and they wanted to see the receipt. And I've always known I don't have to show it. I tell the guy, "Hey, we paid for this stuff at the register, okay? Yeah, it's fine." And you're not looking at the receipt, and we leave. And it's been proven that the majority of thefts are from the clerks. Their friend comes in with a sharpening cart, they ring up just a couple things, and. And then they skedaddle with the stolen stuff. They've been, but many times you're waiting to go out the door, and there'll be twenty yeah. people standing there to show their receipt that hey, I t- to a greeter that has no power, no authority over you. Just he just said you need to show me the receipt, and right. you don't have to if you're respectful yeah. and say no, thank you, and walk on. It's training, it's slave training right. Right. of the masses with all of this. Yeah, Costco is uh, notorious for doing that. That's why I, I rarely shop there. At Costco, though, Costco, when you sign the contract at Costco, you agree to do that at Costco, and uh-huh. you agree that if you're asked to show the receipt leaving, you have to do it because you sign their contract. But Walmart is a open to the public, mm-hmm. a uh, public. It's a public commons, and once you go through the register, you're done. Yep. These yep. are my things and my, that's your shopping sacks that they provided and gave you the shopping sacks. You paid for the materials you bought. You're, you're leaving. They do that as an extra step. Oh, we're, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's the constant, you know, show us your ID. Right. Yes. Tell us who you are. Uh, yeah. These next couple of sentences really sum it up really well. How many cities and states now have highly publicized snitch lines in which your neighbors can call up and report you for not wearing a mask. One U.S. city alone is said to have registered an astonishing 200,000 tip-off calls on their snitch line in a single week. Yes, it's just an updated version of what the book of Jeremiah tells us has happened before. Neighbor being turned against neighbor, in this case over their failure to perform a prescribed ritual. And then he invokes the movie, The Invasion of the Body Snatchers, right? That's what's happening, folks. 
It's the invasion of the body snatchers. But the body snatchers are in the government. They run the government. It's too late. I'll never forget that scene at the end of the invasion of the body snatchers. The original one. Kevin McCarthy is running down the hillside trying to warn the the traffic jammed highway outside of L.A. The body body snatchers are here. The body snatchers are here. And everybody says, shut up. You're crazy, man. And then there's a truck full of the pods that are going to replace the Going down the road. My dad loved that movie. Oh, I loved it. My dad was a big big science fiction buff, and he loved that movie. And I watched it when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, it scared the hell out of you, probably. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The symbology of silence. I saw The Exorcist, that one. The Exorcist was when I was a kid in the 70s, and I saw that, and that really scared us. Being Catholic at the time, I was being raised Catholic and seeing that that movie really scared the heck out of me. Yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I never got scared by the poltergeist type stuff. You know, I, I was more scared by the really good science fiction. You know, Invasion of Body, body Snatchers is one good one. Forbidden Planet was a really good one. That one scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. And then he has a photograph here of a, a box of face masks, the kind that you, the, uh, you put over your ears. And it says right on the side of the box, this product is an ear loop mask. This product is not a respirator and will not provide any protection against COVID-19 or other viruses or contaminants. It says it right on the box. How many people are aware that that caveat? Yeah, it'll, it'll protect you from some dust if you're working, if you're sanding some boards and, yeah. you know, it's going to keep some of it out of your face. Or if you're working, it's a work tool. It's not a... It's not a health deal. Yes. Okay, and then he's got a meme here. I will not be masked, tracked, tested, chipped, or poisoned to support this orchestrated lie. This will not be my new normal. I do not consent. That's a good one. Okay. So, now, uh, okay, uh, let's get to the washing of hands, which is the next category of ritual <laughs> ritual obedience. There we go. Ritual obedience. That's what this is all about, folks. Ritual daily hand washings. We've now discovered that the global mask wearing phenomenon is part of an occult initiation ritual designed to usher the initiate into a new paradigm, a new position in a new global order. Now, actually, one thing about the Freemasonic ritual is it, it, it is also based on fear. It's designed to scare you. And the oath you take, if you, uh, if you, if you don't do it properly, they reserve the right to kill you. You can join and get all the benefits of, of membership. But if you betray the group, they tell you, we, we will kill you if you betray us. So it's all based on fear. Okay, and uh, this uh, this global COVID nineteen the famous German movie about the Freemasons, and I think this was before Hitler uh, banned them. Over and, yeah, Hitler banned them. Yeah, right. and the guy like betrays the Freemasons and they try to kill him, or maybe they do kill him. It's with subtitles. I watched a long time ago, but 
they tried to get this message out to people in Germany that of who the Freemasons really were, and uh, that you know, yeah, exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> right you. now, uh, in the trades that I'm in, uh, I do carpentry, electrical, uh, and many other. Uh, plumbing really gets their hands dirty. So does electrical. Plumbing and electrical are, are really two of the dirtiest jobs you can do. You ground in dirt in your hands. It's really hard to wash it off. Sometimes it off rough. Right? Oh yeah, that's another really dirty occupation. Okay. And if you're a sewer worker, you can't get that smell off you. You can take twenty showers. Uh. You won't get that smell off of you, right? It's really hard to do that. So they're they're glad to have a day off, right? <laughs> they can get the smell off their bodies. But he says, in reality, for the purpose of occult ritual initiation, the powers that be have you symbolically washing your hands of your duties to Christ himself, okay? Well, that may be an overstatement, but ultimately that's the effect. Now, I will... I have routinely washed my hands 20, 30 times in a day when I'm working. Uh, I just can't stand to have dirty hands. Uh, it, it makes your hands slippery, okay, and makes it difficult to control the tools you're using. So you got to have clean hands to uh, you know, use the tools properly. Otherwise, you'll, you'll injure yourself, okay? So I'm used to washing my hands 10, 20, 30 times a day, no problem. But that's when I'm really getting dirty, okay? Okay. Uh, I will wash my hands regularly, probably five, ten, five, ten times a day normally anyway, okay? But, uh, you know, that's because uh, I'm not a cleanliness fanatic. It's just I don't like the feeling of dirt on my hands. I just don't like that, right? Okay, or on my body. So that's why I wash. But other than that, it's not a ritual that uh, we're being asked to engage in right now, okay? So, and then he quotes Matthew twenty-seven twenty-four, When Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing, but rather a tumult was made, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. See ye to it. Okay? Well, that's a ritual hand washing in which you, uh, you know, denounce or renounce any involvement in whatever activity is, is taking place. Okay? But this ritual hand washing is stating that you're. It goes on so much today. Yeah, it's an I agreement. Had a senator here, uh, David Ewing, my motorcycle with a friend, and we were talking about jury nullification. And so many people, when we talked about the political prisoners here, they wash their hands of those men because a stick and rigged jury found them guilty, and that's all they need. To mm-hmm. wash their hands of these people and let them rot in prison, like Jeffrey right. Weinhaus, like uh, yeah. Schaefer Cobb. Right. Yeah, all of these, yeah, because the, the yeah. jury system, well, the. Ed Brown. Ed right? Brown should be out. There was yeah. no crime. There was no victim in his crime. He served 12 years. He was an old man. His right. wife was released. Jason Gerhardt, Daniel Riley, they've been released. But they don't want to let their dragging their feet on Ed Brown because yeah. people. He's a tax protester. Yeah. Yeah, he's a tax protester. They want to make an example of him. 
That's right. That's yeah. right. So wash your hands, the powers that be tell you every single day on the nightly news. Spend at least 30 seconds on each finger of your hands and on your palms and the back of your hands. Do this repeatedly throughout the day if you want to live. Now, well, this, this coronavirus, so-called, is no worse than any previous one. They never recommended this ritual hand washing in those occasions. You know, it's a good idea to wash your hands, especially you don't want to get real bad dirt in your eyes or your nose. You know, when you're, uh, but even so, you're going to breathe this stuff in. And I've been on jobs where I'm breathing in mold. Yeah, yeah. And I've never gotten sick. I breathe in mold and dirt and dust all the time. And I don't get sick. Why? Because I keep my immune system as healthy as I possibly can, right? That's the main reason I don't get sick is because I eat right, I get exercise, I get lots of fresh air without without a mask, right? And that's Sometimes how you stay healthy. The, the original oh, yeah. disinfectant. Right, right. And then there's others, uh, uh, disinfectants like iodine and uh, what is it? Uh, Silver, a colloidal silver solution. There's all kinds of disinfectants you can use that aren't part of the medical mafia and the stuff they, a lot of their disinfectants are actually bad for you because they kill the good, the good bacteria as well as the bad the bacteria. Antibiotics. Right. Antibiotics do the same thing, right? So, and uh, so this is uh, absurd to have to spend this much time uh, when a simple hand washing, uh, you know, 10 seconds is all it's what i'm used to doing okay I've done what it are they going to do to the children that's coming school year i mean they're going to have all these kids standing apart yeah right washing their hands uh, i'm glad my children aren't going we're homeschooling yeah and, uh the little children the abuse that the, the the ritual abuse that's going to be done to these children when they go back to school yes. in the fall and trump's raw wrong going to go back to school uh and yeah, they're going to be, you know, and then how are they supposed to play together on the playground? The effects yeah. on the children this is going to have is right. Bad. Yeah. Very there's, bad. A, there's a lady that did a video on how uh, bad social distancing is for prisoners and for children. Rich, yeah, yeah. Rich, she's from Boston had that up. I don't know if they took it down, but she gave, mm. he, he mirrored that. Right. Uh, uh, last week, I think, and, and that's like some woman that, I don't know, John Hopkins or somewhere, and she's like an advocate that uh, gets school back to going and just let it be normal. Right. Just let the kids be normal. Yeah. Let them play. Let them, yeah. you know, don't be uh, doing this to the children. Yeah. And they're going to do it. And it makes yeah. me too, when we just got on that, it makes me really angry with this. Yeah. Baby children or their victims yeah so all these karens and uh liberals and it's mainly liberals i I don't see conservatives liking any of this but the liberals like this authoritarianism they love it and they're the ones who like bossing people around (laughs) okay i think the the conservatives it's there the conservatives are there we have the the middle of the road conservatives that got one foot on the left and maybe it's okay to abort babies and maybe that maybe Maybe not they're going to be right they're going to be right there getting these children to stand six feet apart oh i couldn't get your daddy to wear a mask but you know him he's going to stand up and say no but this kid's going to stand in line and 
And, uh, yeah, they're coming for the children. It's always for human safety. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's a lie. But I can't understand how, how, few pe- how few of these people don't understand that this is about control, not about health. I mean, don't they even suspect that maybe whoever gave these orders is trying to control me? Doesn't that even ever occur to them? It's amazing that they don't they don't think this way. They don't think about, well, who's the person giving this order? Do I owe that person any allegiance? Do I owe the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and the medical mafia? Do I owe these people any sort of allegiance? The majority of those people don't even know who they are. They know right. who, they know the, the city chiefs might change their name or the, or the Redskins is racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, he says, to conclude that section, when you fall for the hand-washing ritual, you're symbolically washing away your old life under Christ in willing acceptance of your new life under the new order of the enemy and his many antichrists who have been pulling off this coup from the start. I'm simply amazed at how easily the Rothschilds have pulled off this caper on the entire planet. I re- I'm stunned that the vast majority of people simply accept this Jew world order without question simply because they claim it's for your health. <laughs> right? That's all it takes. These, A simple lie yeah, like that. And these Jews are the most supremacist people. They don't want to mix. Yeah. They want to keep their race pure. Right. They, they well, yeah. Everyone else is below them. That their DNA is the best. And <laughs> right. yet, if we talk about that as white men and want that for our family and our nation, we're somehow evil. Right. And that's what they totally yeah live propaganda. By. That is their credo. Is, yeah. is the survival of their race, the Jewish race. It's communist style regimentation. They do that to the kids in communist Red China. They did it to the kids in the Soviet Union. They do it to the kids Venezuela, in Israel. They have, yeah. Yeah, Venezuela, they didn't. They have the praying to Chavez that Chavez brings the milk. They wouldn't get milk one day. And then, oh, the milk's here. Chavez provided the milk. Right. God. I didn't know God was named Chavez. Right. Yeah. Okay. The social distancing ritual. So if the masking ritual signals one's consent to change and symbolizes loss of one's previous sovereign position as a faithful Christian carrying forth God's word, and the hand-washing ritual symbolizes the washing away of the old Christian order, so the new Jew order can be ushered in, what does the social distancing ritual signify? This one's almost too easy to spot right off the bat. The the use <laughs> bat soup <laughs> the use of the magical number 6 as in 6 feet apart should set your spidey senses on edges meaning of course your god-given discernment and i've seen a couple of videos where hey well that's the jews number number 6 is the jews number that's why it's 6 feet apart so more and more people i mean the people who are aware are becoming more and more active on the internet as we speak, and that's a really good sign. And Whether, all the haters, you know, 
mm-hmm. it's even difficult for me of all the brainwashing of the re- repetitive, the Holocaust. Victims, right, six million, the, right. Yeah, and just yeah. how horrible and people have to do your research. If you're a listener or one of my haters, I have, I have full fresh new batch of haters maybe listening. Right. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. General <laughs> right. said Jews and, and Pastor Eli's naming the Jew. And I certainly don't wish any ill to them. I don't want to put them in ovens. <laughs> uh, these right? people, you don't? These people are the real supremacists in our world. Amen. They have yeah. used underage girls. They have used all kinds of perversions to corrupt our government. Mm-hmm. And our people. And, and to destroy Christianity. And, yeah, yes. that was a big deal when the, the thing everyone was staying home watching Pornhub with the lockdowns that you're going to uh. get to next. Uh, so, yeah, there's 666, the number of the Jews. Right. Amen. Amen. All right. He says, The powers that be assure us that if we'll all walk six feet apart, we won't catch coronavirus. Do you really need me to explain why that's a bunch of hogwash? Well, you can catch hogwash by stepping in it and having somebody throw it at you, but you're not likely to get sick from it, although you can if it gets in your eyes and ears. Okay, there's garbage in there too. The But the idea that coronavirus is transmitted through the air has not been proven. There is no scientific evidence that that happens. And more and more people are coming around to thinking that viruses are not alive and can't harm you. They're actually exosomes, which means is the excreta of healthy cells trying to get rid of garbage. Okay, so viruses are nothing but garbage that ordinarily cannot do you any harm unless it happens to be a poison which can maybe damage your cells, but it's it's not a living entity that can invade a cell. It just isn't. And whether or not a virus can transfer six feet through the air, even if it can, so what? It can't do anything to you, all right? It has to be a bacterium. Now, some bacteria can be transmitted through the air, not many. They really haven't proven that any of these diseases are transmitted through the air, And if you heard the series I did on the invisible rainbow and how many of these so-called transmissible diseases were proven to be non-transmissible, that they were actually environmental diseases mistaken for a, 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 a contagious disease. So, But the idea of contagious diseases is a real good fear factor that's exploited by the Rockefellers and the medical mafia. And that's where the six feet business comes in. It's a fear. It's more fear porn. Okay. He says, Are you not aware that there are already millions of viruses in every breath of air you take? No matter where you walk, those viruses are there. Somewhere between 1.6 million to 40 million viruses in every cubic meter of air we pass through as we walk. Yes. And if you're in a confined area. Right. Yeah. If you're in a confined area, it's worse. Okay? That's why you need fresh air. That's why you shouldn't wear a mask. The more fresh air, i.e. oxygen, you get, the better. 
So no matter how far apart from others you walk, those viruses are there. And all scientists know this. All doctors know this. The Rockefellers know this. But the average... What's the word? Uh... Uh, zombie, zombie. <laughs> the average zombie doesn't know these things, or stoop. Because if you go to the public average school, info wars listener, get your info wars mask. Right, selling masks. Oh, really? Is, yeah. is Alex Jones? Oh, yeah. Alex Jones is selling. I can't it? even listen to him anymore. I used to try to follow there for about a month ago. I was trying to listen to some info wars. Because they're yeah. censored and they have some news, but just the sewage that's coming out of them. <laughs> right. the, yeah. the people that are the, the the Q followers, you support the Q and, you know, get your mask. They, right. And even though he says, oh, I don't believe it, but buy your InfoWars mask that says, right. so you can make a statement that says InfoWars. How about reporting the truth of like what this article says? And this right. is not an article from Eurofuck. It is not from you. It is from um, you know, a Christian. A really so, good, from a have, Christian, yeah. Have you not read dot com? Have you not read dot com? And you can sign up for his email alert. He sends you. Uh, I signed up for his email alert, so I'll take, I get a lot of spam that I, I, I throw off his spam. But sign up for this guy and see what he has to say. There's truth out there. Use your own discernment, and this certainly yeah. has a hundred percent truth in it. I believe. Yeah. And he has a photograph of some restaurant in Maryland that has people wearing inner tubes <laughs> around their bodies to stay six feet apart. Okay, they were doing hats and pants like uh, yeah. like the balloons. I don't know if you saw that a few months ago. They were having people wear like these, uh, you know, when they make the balloon animals, they would right. make a balloon hat, and then it has a six foot. Uh, balloon hanging off of it, and so your balloon will bump the other. Per- it's clown yeah. world, as they say on Red Ice. It's right. uh, Hong Kong clown world. Uh, wear your hat, wear your mask. Yeah, and uh, in fear. Right. Don't believe you have God's protection as as His creation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it prevents the body of Christ from associating. That's the yeah. primary aim of social distancing is preventing Christians from getting together as is proven, you know, actually by the lockdowns, right? The, the Christian world. I, I've, I haven't had a chance to find out whether or not the synagogues are practicing all this stuff or whether they're ignoring it. I know that the Muslims are ignoring all these rules. They never, they never social distanced in the uh, abortion clinics. How close does the doctor have to get to uh, yeah, suck right. the, the baby out and kill it? Right, exactly, yeah. And, uh, you know, hairdressers, uh, the, the vast majority of jobs done by small business can't operate with social distancing. You have to get close to each other. Even yeah, Medicine, how, how can you perform medicine well, by broke, social... Well, you'll need a welfare check from the government. Right, yeah, and that welfare check is stay six feet away. You can't cash it. With a, you have to go to a ATM to cash your check. You can't cash it at a human... I went to Home Depot yesterday. They got all the robot checkouts. They want you to do the self-checkout. I just totally hate that. I like right. the interaction of a person. And then they had... One person to check you out. I, I got a little tote deal and right. I need an air filter for, for a lawnmower that they have for a Toro lawnmower, 10 bucks. 
And right. I got, they got all kinds of glass. It's like a, a bank right. deal. It, right. And it just, it, it's really discouraging. Right. Of, of how they want to sever. And they've got it all chalked off. They've got like yellow tape. And, right. you know, for the distancing and. Yeah. But even at Costco, uh, I go to Costco to buy my agave because it's really cheap there. And when I got to the checkout, yeah, you're right. It was mainly the self-checkout. But you have these families. The, all these families are all clumped together at the checkout, right? They're not, they're not enforcing social distancing among families. Why should you? Because uh, they, they all get the same diseases anyway, so they might as well get well, coronavirus together. They had this self check out at Walmart last night, but they only have like three checkers working, and they closed the store at Branson at eight or eight thirty. The store closes now, uh-huh. and that's really that's a really another training deal. Is that now? You see, Walmart is always open, twenty-four hours. You know, it's like right. freedom. You can go get your, yeah, your made in China stuff any time of day. You could go, but now yeah. we got there at six, and they're on the they're on the intercom. We will be closing at seven o'clock. Get all your stuff, and right. now when I was a kid, that was kind of normal because they had a blue law here in Missouri. Uh, businesses weren't open on Sunday, mm-hmm. so you would need to get to the you know businesses actually closed on the day of the Lord. You know, regardless yeah. if you think it's Saturday or Sunday or whatever, they rested one week. Businesses were closed here in Missouri. They had a blue law, right. and you would need to so that's but. This ain't because they care about the Lord today. This is because, hey, the store's closed at 8, get your stuff, yeah. you're in control. And, and when right. we left the store, all the people, I came out of the store and I kind of felt like, oh, we got out of there before it closed. We got our goodies. And yeah. thank you, Walmart, is maybe the message <laughs> it wants to give you. Right, exactly. You know? Right, yeah, it's a state. It's a total uh, state dictatorship of the state. But he says here in this uh, sentence, and all of this over a virus with a 98.5% survival rate, which mass media never publicizes, okay? Mass media only publicizes the numbers of people who supposedly infected, but only by symptom symptomology, not by actual testing. And even the well, testing... That we've known this for months now that it's outrageous that if some person was old and they had diabetes and their limbs would be cut off and they're like, you know, they're in hospice and they're going to die and the family was there and, and then they do the COVID test and they just happen to have it maybe because they got a vaccination or they had that cold, whatever. They put the, mm-hmm. the death of COVID. Are you kidding? They died because they were old and. It, and and they and they get a bunch of money from the mm-hmm. government thirty thousand dollars or something if someone dies at the hospital with COVID right. and it's such a scam. Yes, and and here he says what's really going on here is that this is an assault on Christianity. He says, in the end, the ritual of forced social distancing is designed to symbolically negate or neutralize God's word in a multitude of ways by eliminating fellowship between believers, by stopping church services, by causing faithful church pastors to be cited or even arrested, 
by causing faithful congregants to be cited or arrested, by symbolically tearing apart the mystical and metaphorical body of Christ, which is supposedly to be supposed to be fitly joined together and compacted. In Amos 3.3, the prophet asks a very simple question. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Okay, so this stops the social discourse between and among Christians. That's what this is all about. And Bible studies. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, Bible studies. It prevents Bible studies. Okay, next category. The ritual of lockdowns and social isolation. Quote, stay home, stay safe, save lives. And I've been trying to work on memes, uh, you know, like they say, we're all we're all in this together. And the next time I go out demonstrating, I'm going to change it to, we're all in this hoax together. Okay. So uh, Tony called me yesterday. He's the guy that uh, basically leads most of the demonstrations we do. He's been going out by himself. And he says he's getting more and more positive response every demonstration he holds. Because people are... He needs to call into Stormfront. I love listening to him. He is like... He is always so... uh, He's always like... He's a hoot. <laughs> yeah, he's a hoot, and uh, yeah, he's uh, he's an activist, uh, you know, to, to the core. He's a total activist. Okay, so in other words, the vast majority of the hospitalizations were among people who followed the rules. They stayed six six feet apart, prompting the Daily Mail to ask in a news: Does the lockdown even work? Okay, study led by D.A. Henderson, the man who eradicated smallpox, found draconian lockdowns or flu pandemics ineffective and even destructive. So, again, as I said earlier, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Fauci's, the Burkses, all of them, they know this stuff doesn't work, but it works for social control. And that is, of course, what they're after. So, He says there are four stages to the isolation ritual. Number one, isolation for purification. You're cut off from the normal and thrust into a new normal that's completely different from your past life. They call it purification, but what it really means is abandonment from your family. Surrender to the new normal. and, And even, you know, Freemasons, they live a secret life. And among their own family members, they cannot tell them what they're doing. Their family members, they, they have to mistrust their own family members. That's literally what they have to do. Because they have this big secret that they joined this ritualistic group called Freemasonry. And they're doing subversive things that I can't tell you about, my dear family. And I shouldn't even be involved in this, but I am. Okay? That's what Freemasonry does to people. Number two, surrender to the new normal. This often involves being given a token gift. Think stimulus check. (laughs) Leading to the initiate believing he's well taken care of by his new overlords. Yeah, right? Stage three. By the way, this is Judaism, folks. This is Judaism. The Jewish hierarchy is always bragging to the little Jew how well they're defending the little Jew from the outside world, from neo-Nazis, from white nationalists, from Christians, right? When those groups are no threat to the little Jew at all. 
it is so rare for Jews to actually be attacked by neo-Nazis and white nationalists. It's incredible. And all of these acts that the Jews believe, like these staged attacks and uh, the various, uh, uh, what do you call them, uh, cemeteries and synagogues are staged by the Jews themselves to terrorize the little Jew. That's what's going on there. And the little Jew doesn't realize it. Stage three, sacrifice. No gift can be given without something being taken. In this case, your dignity, your sovereign independence, your voice, your individual power on this earth as a representative of the word of the Most High God. Well, you sell your soul for a price. You get perks. You get benefits from membership in these secret societies. Stage four, submission. Think mandatory vaccines, social tracing. The willing acceptance of new rules for a new order and part of the reporting tactic is when if you, if you refuse to see or if people know that you haven't got vaccinated, if your neighbor knows, they can report you. We haven't gotten to that stage yet, but we know well, that's part of the plan. Passport, you're going to need it to travel. Okay. Yeah, when I went to South Africa, I didn't need to get any vaccinations. I was really glad about that. So I guess, but but they imply that you need one. Your doctor will tell you, well, are you traveling? Oh, yeah, well, you need to get this vaccination. No, you don't. I don't think it's actual law even now. It's just a suggestion. But the government is making the suggestion, so you better follow (laughs) what the government says. It's for your own good, don't you you know? You don't refuse, you decline. Right, right. Yeah, decline. When you refuse, you're a combatant, and when you decline, it's an informed consent. We need to go uh, into this language in one of our upcoming shows, because there's a lot to the, you have to know the language, that's that's politically correct, legally correct, put it that way, when you're dealing with these people. But it's always good to have a document you know, like for vaccination. Uh, there's a document uh, that you ask the... Uh, this may not do much good in the near future, but if you're at a doctor's office and they insist that you get vaccinated, you just uh, say, well, can you guarantee that uh, the mercury and aluminum and other adjuvants in this vaccine well, yeah, are perfectly safe. Take liability. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And, of course, they'll refuse that. Will you and, take personal liability that this won't hurt me or my children? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Yeah. No, they'll never do that. And even Bill Gates, no. his, his wife and, and daughters haven't been vaccinated. They know better, right? <laughs> okay. are, you sure that's his, are you sure that's really his wife? Oh, <laughs> well, he kind of looks like a dude. Yeah, right. he, and, and, and I heard actually and, Richie from Boston. I don't follow him all the time, but he said that he's that Bill Gates is a female and mm-hmm. that the woman yeah. is a male, and they're both split parts. And that is yeah, part of Freemasonry. Oh yeah, they do that, the, right? Yeah. Well, you yeah. look at the actors uh, in Hollywood and all of these people to. Uh, they all the, the men they always get them to cross dress and they do the cross dressing. Right. I just really, I I've watched a lot of comedy movies and I I've just never found that entertaining. I've always uh, thought neither it was have gross I. And, yeah. 
Yeah. Silly. It's never appealed to me. And it just appeals to the masses. They just love the two black guys dressing up as, like, uh, women. And you see all the... White chicks. Yeah, white chicks. I've never watched those movies. I saw the previews. The the people just lap that... Yeah, how many times do you see that and to keep laughing? You know, it gets old, right? But uh, but Hollywood keeps putting this putting this stuff out, re uh, re yeah. uh, reinventing cross dressing. <laughs> right, the reprobate exactly. mind. Yeah. All right. Okay. So in summary, the global occult ritual of mask wearing signals your consent to your new subservient position under your new masters and the loss of your position as a vocal representative of or mouthpiece for the word of God on this earth. Or just plain old subver- subservient slave, whether it's for to re- reduce you uh, as a Christian or a regular citizen. The global occult ritual of hand washing represents the washing away of the old order, the global occult ritual of six feet social distancing symbolizes the breaking apart of the body of Christ on earth so it no longer functions. And the global occult ritual of lockdown symbolizes isolation from everything normal so you can purify, be purified from your old ways and destroy your business. Okay? Especially if you're a small businessman or businesswoman, the, uh, I think, the majority of small businesses in America are run by women, so they're being uh, they're being disenfranchised, deprived of a livelihood, and that's part of the ongoing new world order is to destroy small business, destroy the mom and pop businesses, and replace them with the WalMarts and the Home Depots and the Menards. That's what they're doing. This has been going on for decades, folks, for over a century actually. Okay, and then he talks about the mark of the beast. All told, these ongoing occult initiation rituals, the wearing of masks, etc., etc., are the direct precursor, if you will, to accepting the mark of the beast. Okay, how? Okay, well, you're being programmed to make purchases with plastic because they want to eliminate cash, okay, especially gold and silver, right? Because the Jews have always hoarded gold and silver, and pr- try to prevent us from having gold and silver. So cash. In fact, uh, I got coffee at a McDonald's yesterday. And they had a sign saying, please avoid using cash if possible. Because money is dirty. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At the McDonald's, I had cash anyway. And uh, no problem. But they do plan on eliminating it. When I was at the May 1st demonstration in Chicago against the lockdown, I walked around downtown Chicago, even though it was totally deserted. I haven't been downtown recently, so I don't know whether businesses are picking up or not. But there was one Mexican restaurant said a sign on the inside. It wasn't open, so I just looked through the window. It said, we are cashless. So you're going to have to use a credit card, debit card, or an app. Or a nanobot. Or maybe a tattoo. Maybe there's a, your social security number is going to be tattooed to the back of your hand or to your forehead, right? And can be read by the scanner. Okay? The mark of the beast is already here. They just haven't perfected it yet. Bill Gates is trying to perfect it with HR 6666. 
All right. I thought that a long time with the Social Security number that everyone knows their Social Security number and that that is a number given to us by the government. And right. We, FDR. And we know it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ingrained into our. Yeah. That we have to have a Social Security number. Yeah. But it's for tracking us. It's not for our benefit. It's for their benefit. Okay. There's mm-hmm. no reason why you can't use cash. And, you know, they say, well, money laundering, you know, cash, well, elimination of cash. will, But the bankers are the biggest money launderers on the planet, you know. So uh, they'll never get rid of cash totally because they need to make their they drug deals. That scene was a total was a total fraud that he was totally made up that his houses. That girl says that his houses and properties were given to him by a dollar and that he laundered, laundered yeah. like a billion dollars. He's a Mossad agent. Yeah, he was a Mossad agent. agent. Yeah, so basically he did what the Mossad wanted him to. All his money and and everything was provided for him. He and Ghislaine were simply the the procurers of fresh white meat in the person Mm -hmm. of you know teenage girls and preteen, sometimes even preteen girls. Okay, that's what the whole operation is a Mossad operation. And, of course, mass media never talks about that. Okay, so he says, I've often asked myself how so many people, the entire world actually, with the exception of God's elect, could possibly take the mark of the beast willingly, since it's quite literally the most well-known occultic mark the world has ever known. I mean, everybody knows about the mark of the beast. Even even atheists, you know, they, they probably don't want to admit it, but they know about the mark of the beast. After all, far more people know about the mark of the beast than, say, any other mark, such as the scarlet letter or the yellow star. But what if the infamous mark of the beast is not a visible mark at all? It doesn't have to be visible. Not a vaccine, not a tattoo, not a quantum dot. It can be any of those things. It can even be your passport. Not a scarred brand on seared human flesh, but instead an invisible spiritual mark. Well, I think it's all of these things. And they're all coming together at the same time. He says, the mark in the forehead simply means one mentally buys into the new system they're being initiated to. Well, that's true. If you don't have a plastic credit card, if you don't have an app to make it, buy and sell, uh, you can still be mentally bought into the system. Okay? Because, why? Because you obey the government. And uh, those people are the ones who are going to most likely take the mark, whatever it is, okay? So I really think, you know, it's, it's, it started with the Social Security number, and then then your various numbers of your so, uh, your credit cards and debit cards. They're training us to stop using cash and to accept the Internet of Things, all of these electronic means of making purchases, which all of which can be tracked. Okay, so they can know everything about you from the purchases you make, which includes your health care. All right. Oh, they already know what we, what you look at online. Uh, These phones listen to us. Uh, I had the speaker uh, playing, listen to to Rinse Radio Storefront, and and uh, Jay. Is talking about the uh, the 
forest all aircraft carrier. And then right after the show was over, I'm on YouTube and YouTube recommending me uh, the forest all. And I've never looked the forest all up. And I could think of, I'm sure other people listening have been having a conversation and, and these phones are listening and tracking everything so they can sell and take advantage of us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, people in the chat room are talking about forced uh, mask wearing. The governor of North Carolina issued an order that everybody must wear masks in public. Uh, very, very few people were doing it. Uh, I don't see how they can enforce uh, such rules because the vast majority of people, I mean, uh, you can't have enough police officers to enforce it, Okay. And uh, no. and things like that. So I doubt that uh, even here in Illinois, uh, going around the countryside, the vast majority of small businesses are not requiring customers to wear masks. Only in the city of Chicago do you see people walking around with face masks on. Okay. Only in I the city of Chicago. Missouri and and uh, we're driving around and you see people in the car by themselves wearing a mask. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm thinking, are you kidding? Yeah, yeah right, you're right. in your car. Yeah, Ours right. Ours is good enough where it has a filter under the dash. And <laughs> right. I changed the filter, I don't know, a year or two ago. And it, when you put it on recirculate, it, you're not uh-huh. getting the air from outside like you used to in an old car. I remember when I was a kid, you know, you had those floor vents. You would open yeah. the thing and the air. Right, yeah. You, you wouldn't have no air conditioning. <laughs> right. Floor vents and and yeah, the, fresh air. You know. <laughs> and, and, and leaves and dirt. With the windows up and a yeah. mask on. Amen. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Freebird says, I'm in Michigan, and so far two sheriff's department and one police department said, don't call us, call the governor. <laughs> Maybe we should defund the police, right? <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, well, I mean... Uh, and it's amazing how these liberals think. Okay, if you defund the police, how can you enforce mask wearing? Which is obviously what they want to do. They want to impose a communist regime, dictatorship on us. Okay. Yeah, it's all virtue signal. Thank you, Seven. It's virtue. They virtue want it all to burn down. Right. Amen. Amen. But they burn down their own neighborhood. And their own homes. But as long as the welfare check comes in, at the end of the month, they're happy, right? Okay, let's switch to the second article here. This is from the Times of Israel. Leaked report. Israel acknowledges Jews, in fact, Khazars. Secret plan for reverse migration to Ukraine. Now, I've been hearing a lot about the fact that Jews are unhappy in Kyrgyzstan. They don't like living there because, well, I mean, the more Jews you live around, the worse life is, right? I mean, Jews don't even like each other's company, okay? Jews actually prefer living among us rather than among other Jews. But here they're admitting that their origin is Khazaria, not Israel. So that's why this is an important article. Jerusalem and Zhitomir... Z-H-I-T-O-M-I-R must be a town in Kyrgyzstan. Our Russian and Ukrainian correspondents Hirsch Ostropoler 
and IZ Grosser Spas also contributed to the story. Delayed due to the crisis over the Crimean referendum. So, uh, um, okay, I'm not sure. There's uh, there's a day, but not a year for this. Anyway, fast-breaking developments. Followers of Middle Eastern affairs know two things. Always expect the unexpected and never write off Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who has, who has more political lives than the proverbial cat. Well, he probably... Because the Mossad is keeping him in power, they can threaten anybody who might be his enemy. Only yesterday came... The Times of Israel, did you read that at the beginning? This is an article from the Times of Israel. Right. uh, Jim Wald and... Yes. uh, Jim Now, whether he is... it doesn't look. Or maybe he's reprinting this article. Maybe that's what the, what's this going is on. Very fair and very informative article. Yeah, right. So he says only yesterday came news that the Syrian rebels plan to give Israel the Golan Heights in exchange for creation of a no-fly zone against the Assad regime. In an even bolder move, it is now revealed Israel will withdraw its settlers from communities beyond the settlement blocks and relocate them, at least temporarily, to Ukraine. Really? Wow. They will withdraw... Oh, March 18, 2014. Oh, okay, that's old. Okay, so maybe this is republishing. So I don't know whether this... But they are, we're not hearing it, but they are really, this is really playing out that they are uh, bombing the crap out of Syria right now. And, wow. And uh, they're really working on World War Three. Oh, yeah. They are. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and this time the, the Jews won't uh, require uh, us to be their lackeys and mercenaries. They'll, they will just admit, yeah, we're the Jews. We want war. <laughs> right? It's bottom line. We always wanted war, and we've always arranged these wars, so get get used to it. Ukraine made this arrangement on the basis of historic ties and in exchange for desperately needed military assistance against Russia. This surprising turn of events had an even more surprising origin. Genetics, a field in which Israeli scholars have long excelled, well, they've long uh, mastered the art of even genetic manipulation, because uh, there's no way any Jew is a Cohen or a descendant of uh, Abraham and his brother. Okay, there's no way these Jews are descendants of Israel's Israelites. Uh, a warlike Turkic people and a mystery. It is well known that sometime in the eighth to ninth centuries, the Khazars, a warlike Turkic people, converted to Judaism and ruled over a vast domain in what became southern Russia and Ukraine. What ha- Now, of course, those of us in identity are very familiar with this story, but it's interesting that the Times of Israel is admitting it. What happened to them after the Russians destroyed that empire around the 11th century has been a mystery. No, it hasn't. It's been covered up. Okay? As a matter of fact, while I was in North Carolina, the host... Captain B loaned me a copy of his 1911 encyclopedia, which has a 42-page article on the Jews, including a lot of information on the origin of the Khazars, the the Ashkenazi Jews in Khazaria. 
And we know that the Jews bought up all these encyclopedia companies and eliminated any information about the, the Jewish origins in Khazaria from these encyclopedias because they don't want us to know about it. So it's interesting that the Times of Israel is admitting this. And these Many, are the ones that are in control in Israel today for right. anyone that's not up on this. And, right. And, yeah. Right. Yeah, and, um, and Michael Sweet and I recorded a show this morning uh, having to do with the uh, three-headed eagle of Second Esdras, and it talks about uh, a, a small nation full of furor. And that can only be the Israeli state. But that this state consists of two feathers. Okay? So my, uh, my position on that subject was that, well, it must mean the United Nations... And the Israeli state itself is two sides of the Jewish presentation of itself to the world. But Michael has, I think, actually a better argument. He says, what represents the Sephardics and the Ashkenazics? That's the two feathers of this nation that's full of trouble, (laughs) right? And that is, in fact, the case. The Israeli state is made up of Sephardic Jews and Ashkenazi Jews, neither of which are Israelites, okay? And so, I don't know if this article goes that far in admitting that the Sephardics are not Israelites either, but they're telling us, they're admitting us to us that the Ashkenazi Jews are not Israelites. Thank you very much. Continuing. Arabs have long cited the Khazar hypothesis in attempts to deny a Jewish historical claim to the land of Israel. Yes, and rightfully so. During the UN debate over Palestine partition, Kayam Weitzman responded sarcastically, quote, It is very strange. All my life I have been a Jew, felt like a Jew, and now I learn that I am a Khazar. <laughs> well, he's a Khazar Jew, but he's not an Israelite. In a more folksy vein, Prime Minister Golda Meir famously said, quote, Khazar Shmazar. There is no Khazar people. I knew no- they're not white, if you've ever met any of them. They're kind of yellow. Right? Yeah, well, they have Mongol blood. Mongol and yeah. Turkish blood, okay? So they do have a little Japhetic blood, but it's mainly Mo- Mongolian and uh, uh, Khazar, you know, which uh, both of you categorize I knew as, as yellow skin. I dealings and his grandfather was in the oh, the it's a huge battle in World War One in Turkey, the Somme, the Battle of the Somme. Uh-huh. And the, the, Tur- the Turks were in that, and his grandfather was in that, and he's very proud of his Turkish heritage. Right. His, uh, you know, he claims to be a Jew. He's a Khazarian, and I asked him about it, and he was like, oh, this was a few years ago, and, and I asked him about it. Oh, that's made up. That's not yeah, true. right. <laughs> he didn't well, want to talk about it. Yeah, well, that's why they bought up all these encyclopedias to eliminate the articles proving that uh, the Ashkenazim are Khazars and not Israelites, okay? But even in the outline of history, H.G. Wells says the same thing, that uh, the Jewish people from the Middle East, or not from, from, the, uh, from the steppes of Russia, are, are not Israelites, and their ancestors never saw, set foot in ancient Israel, <laughs> okay? So this that's was right. common knowledge. This was common knowledge uh-huh. in those days, okay? But the Jews have been forced to deny this in order to maintain a claim on, on Palestine. 
Contrarian Hungarian ex-communist and scientist Arthur Kessler brought the Khazar hypothesis to a wider audience with the 13th tribe in the hope of that disproving a common Jewish racial identity would end anti-Semitism. So he was, you know, I guess he was like Napoleon. He wanted the Jews to integrate into the rest of the society, and that will never happen. The Jews, you know, for 2,000 years, the Jews have failed to assimilate into the rest of society. They never will. Their, their whole basis of existence is supremacism, as you pointed out I earlier. God, God's prophecies could not take place in Germany had won, and I think Germany wanted to make this fact yeah, clear. Well, yeah. Well, the Nazis had the transfer agreement with the Zionists, uh, so the Nazis were, in be, were being paid by the Zionists to ship Jews to Palestine, and the Nazis said, good riddance, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. you, mm-hmm. you pay us to get rid of Jews. Thank you. I lo- that, what an arrangement, right? But again, the history masters, the history perverters, Never talk about the transfer agreement. That, there's a book by that subject by Edwin Black, a Chicago Jew, who documents all of this history. And I really think the reason why the Jews had to invent the Holocaust is be, to cover up the transfer agreement. They don't want the world, the world to know about the transfer agreement, that they actually cooperated with the Nazis in shipping Jews out of Germany. Because the Jews needed to have "quote unquote" citizens, bodies to to take over from the to steal that territory from the Arabs, they needed bodies, and Germany provided those bodies. Thank you, Hitler. In fact, a Jew wrote a book called "Hitler, the Founder of the Israeli State." So, uh, uh, right? Okay, yeah. Because without Hitler, without the Nazis shipping Jews out of Germany, it wouldn't have happened. Okay, most Jews didn't want to go. They were very comfortable in Europe, did not want to go to Palestine and become dirt farmers. No way they wanted to do that, okay? But uh, then, most recently, left-wing Israeli historian Shlomo Sands, the invention of the Jewish people, took Kessler's thesis in a direction he had not intended, arguing that because Jews were a religious community descended from converts, they do not constitute a nation or need a state of their own. That's our thesis, exactly. Thank you very much, Mr. Sand. But he also denies the Old Testament as Jewish bunk. (laughs) Right? Okay. Scientists, however, dismissed the Khazar hypothesis because the genesis, the genetic evidence did not add up. What does that mean? Until now, in 2012, Israeli researcher Aaron El-Hayek published a study claiming to prove that Khazar ancestry is the single largest element in the Ashkenazi gene pool. We could have told you that. Yeah, they've known this for a very long time. Oh, yeah, the Jews have always known. Yeah. They, Yeah. they they've They've tried to do away with all the history, but... But God's going to preserve the truth in some uh, right. way for people who are are, are going to find out and pass it on. Yes. Sand then declared himself vindicated, and progressive or- organs such as Haaretz and the Forward trumpeted the results. Now that's interesting, that uh, these Jewish publications would trumpet the results, admitting that uh, the Jewish people are not Israelites. Okay. So, but actually, they don't. It's not the same as admitting they're not Israelites. We're just Israelites that have 
99.9% non-Israelite blood. But that's good enough for us, <laughs> right? They, I think my thought on that is, is that they convince the people, like, you know, Mark Twain, you can, uh, it's easier to fool the people than convince them that they've been fooled. They fooled the people of who God's chosen people are, and now they can just move on to whatever they want to tell the idiots that believe that. Yes, yes. So this is uh, along with the line that we white people are supposed to believe that we are goyim or Gentiles, okay? And the all Jews are white, and yeah. they're not white. No, they're not. No, In fact, there was a black website uh, about the Jews entitled, We Thought They Were White. So more and more people are beginning to realize who and what the Jews really are. So whether or not it's Christian identity and our preaching and teaching here at Eurofolk Radio, or whether you know more and more people are doing their own research and finding out about it, or because they simply understand that the Israeli state is a really nasty, supremacist, violent country, and uh, we're all being Palestinianized. Pornography. Oh. I don't know how people don't know about Tel Aviv, the largest gay parade in the world. Right. The homosexuality with, with the lockdown. When we, in the previous article with the lockdowns, they had everyone staying at home watching. They were offering free porn hub, all this pornography. They want to corrupt the minds of, uh, of people. And... Mm-hmm. Look it up. I, I mean, the, the people waste so much time on such nonsense. I personally waste lots of time on nonsense and things that are entertaining <laughs> that I got accused of posting <laughs> some videos of idiot neighbors that, that uh, this, uh, well, this guy said I'm doing it for entertainment purposes. And no, I'm doing it to keep a record. Right. And the people are easily entertained with bread and circuses. Right, and, right. And the elites know that. The Jews know that. Yeah, right, right. So anyway, uh, this is an obvious admission that the Jews have made because they don't really care anymore whether people know what they are. There's, they have such total control of, over the global I, I economy. I think it goes to that magic of I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do to you before I do yeah, it. And right. And to tell you the truth. And, the, and, and it's a ritual that all these people, all these evangelicals, are all, oh, you're God's chosen people. And they're like, ha, 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 we, we got them, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. So, but uh, they're not going to leave Palestine because now they realize that they're Ashkenazim, <laughs> that they're Khazars, not Israelites, you know. So that, that, there's no way they're going to give up their power. That's not going to happen, okay. So he quotes Gaza, Hitnakut. We're not talking about all the Ashkenazi Jews going back to Ukraine. Obviously, that's not practical. Well, the Jews are not going to leave New York City, they're not going to leave Hollywood. I think they want a stronghold of reserves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, that's they all. Get, they get nuked off the map because of the Simpson option right. or something. They have a reserve of... Uh... Right, right. And that's actually a good thing for us because we know that when the race war starts, and it actually has started, World War Three started uh, that, that terrorist protest over the George Floyd death, 
whether he's really dead, I really doubt. But that was the the trigger mechanism. They're going to do that more and more often because this is a Jewish war against the white race. And they're going to push it all the way. Uh, Folks, we're out of time. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Daryl. And keep praying. Keep praying for the second coming. If nothing else, that is our ace in the hole that's going to get us out of trouble. But hopefully we can, we can fight the beast uh, on our own, you know, as, as much as possible. Thanks for listening. See you all next time. Bye-bye. Free people will never remain free if they are not willing, if need be, to fight for their vital interests.